blew wildly, this way, that way, and the fire spread like an unfolding fan. Houses far away, engulfed in smoke. Closer by, hungry flames licked the ground. Sky crimson all about. Cinders flashing, lit by fire. Flames, driven by unrelenting gusts, flew whole blocks. Who, in all this, would not be scared to death? Some, suffocated by smoke, fell upon the ground. Some, swallowed by flames, died at once. Some, scarce able to save themselves, lost all their worldly goods. Many treasures reduced to ash. Dreadful, dreadful loss. The fire destroyed sixteen noble houses. Who knows how many more? I heard one-third of the entire capital. Scores of men and women perished. Countless horses, countless cattle also died. All of man's doings are senseless, but spending his wealth and tormenting himself to build a house in this hazardous city is especially foolish. Then, in the fourth month of the fourth year of Jisho, came a great whirlwind, which struck Nakamikado Kyogoku and blew as far as Lokujo. It blasted three, four city blocks. No house, big or small, once caught by this wind, was left unscathed. Some were leveled, some left with only posts and beams. The wind wrenched off gates and dropped them blocks away. It flung down fences so that one plot of land merged with the next. Household goods were tossed into the sky. Thatch and shingles danced wildly in the wind like winter leaves. Dust rose like smoke, so nothing could be seen. The din, so intense, no human voice could be heard. The very winds of hell must be this loud. Not only houses were destroyed. Many people, too, were hurt, maimed, trying to save their homes. Then the wind moved south and caused more grief. Winds often blow, but ever with such force? It was all so freakish. I thought it must be an omen. And then, in the sixth month of that fourth year of Jisho, the capital was suddenly moved. This was deeply shocking. I understand the city of Kyoto was founded in the reign of Saga, so by now some four hundred years had passed. Not an easy matter to transplant it on a whim. Small wonder, people muttered angrily. But protest was to no avail, and first the emperor, then ministers, then nobles of the highest rank all moved to the new capital. Who in high office could stay behind? 
Those who yet craved rank or position and depended on the patronage of masters tried to move as quickly as they could. Those who had missed their chance had failed to gain office or had otherwise lost hope while left behind, lamenting. Once proud mansions fell to ruin as the days went by. Houses were demolished and floated down the Yodo River, while the ground where they had stood turned into fields before your eyes. People's values also changed. They preferred horse and saddle. No need now for ox or coach. All now sought estates in the south and west. No one wanted land in the north and east. Around that time, some business...